Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. I'm Patrick, and today I am joined by my good friend for the first time this summer. Or it's not summer yet. Is it summer? Aram in Toronto. What's up, Aram? It's summer in Toronto, baby. Uh, we have six months of winter. It was pretty warm today. I had a softball game. I sweat my ass off. Um, I was icing my back right before this. So summer has started. Let's go. Um, and summer for the Warriors because uh, we're in Cancun and whatnot. Um, how are you feeling about this? <laughs> the off season so far? I feel okay. At first, when things slowed down, there was no news. I was like, you know, just kind of missing it. You know what I mean? I wasn't missing the mediocre brand of basketball we saw no. all last season into the playoffs, but I was just missing kind of the intrigue, right? We're all waiting on whether or not Bob Myers actually stays with the Warriors or he moves on. Real quick, just off the top of your head, Myers, is he uh, staying or leaving? He's staying. He's, <laughs> when, when, uh, it's, uh, it's the last dance for him. Yeah, He's going to yeah, ride it yeah. out with this core. He can't say no to Steph. Yeah, I'll just say he's leaving just to just to put it on the record and uh, to be the uh, <laughs> next the time you go first, though, and then I can be contrary. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the off season, you know, like the fun stuff is something we always talk about. Some of our favorite things, like free agency, but more importantly, you know, fake trades. Yes. Right? So. Yes. We talked about like there's been a bunch of fake trade ideas tossed out by random publications and by uh, other folks, listeners on the Discord that we have. And if you're not on the Discord, you should uh, you should join. The link is in the description below uh, and just all over the interwebs uh, from good sources, some not so good sources, but whatever. But, um, you know, we're going to talk fake trades and how do you want to do this? What do you got for me, man? Okay, you always have okay. uh, fun ways of doing stuff. Yes, I do. Okay. So, I mean, let's just also say that, you, you know, 
in this beginning of the off season, the reason why we have fake trades is that postmortem has been filtering out. There's you don't hear fake trades after they win a championship like they did last year. There's things to address. And so, um, and considering the acrimony that the team, the season started with, uh, I think most of our fake trades are going to center around uh, one particular person. Now, uh, just to take a step backwards, um, take the global view. I think it's important to talk about our trade objectives. Of course, the, let's make the team better. Yes, of course. <laughs> but uh, how are you approaching uh, your trades? And um, actually, for the sake of this exercise, are you doing what you, Patrick, would do? Or are you doing what you think they'll do? I am doing what I, Patrick, will do because what I think they'll do might be kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, but well, hey, we we do need to address that as well. So okay, we'll get we'll get to that. Okay, then I will I will approach it as that as well. Um, we won't yeah. do our uh, our Bob and Joe Lacob impersonation that we did at one point. So. Um, uh so okay let so that will will your trade objectives and how you'll make the team better will come through uh in terms of how you respond to these um i want to ask you too just as an aside because we're also talking about you know the fun stuff of the off season um i i want to know how you how you feel about the draft as you know uh i it's the most exciting it's it's the most exciting time of the year. It's Warriors Christmas. But for some reason, I don't know. This year, it feels more like uh, Warriors Easter or something like that. I'm just not, I'm not excited for it. Um, and so my, I don't, I don't actually really care about the draft pick this year. It's in a good spot. Uh, there seems to be some interesting players. Uh, but I'm a little bit more in the F them picks uh, kind of mood right now. Uh, and, and, I, and I mentioned that because that I think, that is definitely in play in terms of the trades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my objective for fake trades is to make the team better. Uh, <laughs> but also just to, you know, fill out some of the questionable areas, whether it's a backup big, because I don't know if Draymond and, and Kavon Looney can really survive next season. You know, they had Jamichael Green and they had the elites of the year before, so they need somebody there. And then also perhaps maybe a backup point guard. So like those are the kinds of things I'm in general looking for. Uh, but, you know, to me, it, it's, uh, I mean, the draft is is fun, but I'm, I'm with you. Like kick that, uh, that pick, package it with somebody, whatever. You know, we don't need any more youth. And not like I'm against youth. I yeah. just think there's too much youth, right? Yeah. Like I, yeah. So I, I, I'm in a similar frame of mind. I'm like, no more babies, too many mouths to feed already. <laughs> uh, sorry if there's Easter fans out there, but it does feel like Warriors Easter. Um, you addressed a couple of things. So I, I do want to sketch out broadly what the roster looks out, looks like. And I think also, just as a parameter setting out uh, when we do these fake trades, we're just going to talk main pieces. Of course, there would be fillers to match salary, future draft picks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm no, 
I'm no CBA or cap expert. Uh, people want to go to Vanspo, Spotrack, whatever, and try to like <laughs> pick holes through our fake trades. Uh, go to the Discord and uh, and tell us how we messed up. Uh, so link below I, in the description. Yeah, <laughs> right there, right over there. Um, and I I do think so. In our fake trades, we'll say future considerations. Okay. Mm -hmm. So just cool. to sketch out next year's roster, um, let's go with the foundational six, right? You got you got mm -hmm. Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Looney, um, and then Draymond, who has a player option. We don't know what's happening with that. Feels mm -hmm. like that's a little bit contingent on Bob and whatever moves and direction they want to go. Uh, and then Pool, that's your top foundational six, right? And so uh, on my, I don't know about you, but on my list, uh, Draymond and Poole are highlighted in very bright colors in terms of those could be major pieces to move. Um, now below that, we have uh, Jonathan Kamingo, who we we all love in uh, Dub Nation. Maybe, uh, maybe not ready, but also the most valuable piece that can be in play. Oh, he's ready. Trades. <laughs> but he didn't play at all patrick uh it's <laughs> uh, curves fault uh the 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 youngster who was ready to play apparently moses moody uh i think less trade value um but could be in play uh in terms of having interest as a three and d wing and then you got your fringe roster folks uh patrick Bry Patrick. <laughs> oh man. Uh Patrick Baldwin Jr. It just yeah. says PBJ here. Uh and then we got Ryan Rollins and then Lamb and Ty Jerome. I think if those players could be brought back for cheap, I'm sure they there's a there's like a high likelihood that they'll be back, right? Like you're, veteran, you're missing veteran you're missing. minimum. Who am I you're missing? missing uh... Somebody who didn't retire, you mean? <laughs> What did uh, I miss? Uh, Gary the second. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> season acquisition. I should have shared this list with you. Um, okay, yeah. right. Right. Hold on. Let me put that in there. <laughs> Foundational seven, apparently. So if we if we're not counting Lamb and Ty Jerome, that's eleven roster spots of people who mm. are under contract. We're counting Ryan Rollins. I put Lester Q. Quinones down here mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. seems like somebody they like who's in their system. So, you know, you already dressed and I agree with you. They need, they need more big depth, right? Mm -hmm. um, you can't run those guys into the ground. Draymond did not have consistent effort in the playoffs. And I'm sure that's partially because he was doing a lot of heavy, heavy lifting and he's old, right? So, mm -hmm. um, some some depth at the four or five position for sure. Is there any other needs that you that you feel this roster needs in terms of what we're gonna go out and trade for? Uh, I mean, there's always needs, but I think those are the main two. It's like if you're trying to find an athletic wing, it's like, hey, you got one of those or a stretch big. Potentially one of those. Maybe he'll be ready by you know mid season or something if mm -hmm. the season isn't a catastrophe like the beginning of this past season was you know what i mean so i feel like some of those pieces 
are there. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always open, but uh, the backup big and uh, backup point guard are kind of important to me. You know, you can always use wings, but I like our wings right now. I agree. I think that again, backup big, but I, but basically they need somebody who does what pool does, but just maybe not pool uh because of the bad vibes right and and it's not just the bad vibes i think some of the bad vibes comes from him being erratic and i don't know at you know did did the bad vibes come from being him from him being erratic or did him being erratic was that caused by the bad vibes or you know we're just in this doom loop of those things right and Mm -hmm. and and considering uh the mood of the team I feel he has to go or rather, I mean, I wouldn't actively try to say like, Oh, he has to go. But because somebody who does what he does, when you break down when he starts or when he fills in for Curry, his numbers are pretty good. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, somebody who does what he does and trying to get that for, his relative value right now, which I think is probably pretty low. And we're probably undervaluing him in the sense that we won't get equal value for him. Um, Mm -hmm. But if you can get somebody who is less erratic, I think maybe that's worth it. And do you have enough in other places that can uh, fill that in? Now, I also wanted to, I have two points to make before we dive into these, uh, into these fake trades that we've seen all over the internet on the discord. And I came up with a few as well. Um, Do you think what, what percentage possibility do you think that pool will be on the roster opening night next season? 50, 50, 50? to be honest. That's quite high. So you think there's a chance they run it back? Um, I think there is. I think there's a chance that they move somebody else. Maybe they move Kaminga. Maybe they move Moody because his value actually went back up. And maybe they move the pick with them to try to fill out. Um, I personally think a pool, and I've done episodes about this, I've talked about this, that I think pool should be gone largely because you know, not because he's bad per se, but I just think it's good for the mojo of the team because as you listed it, they are returning a bunch of dudes already who are in Steve Kerr's rotation. And if you bring back pool, you're basically running it back with so many of the same guys and that's not going to work. You're not just going to take three months off and be like, we're good. We're good. Okay, good. We're good. You know, it's not worth it to me for them to even try that it's like a bad relationship right it's like mm-hmm. oh you know you could agree. you could work on it or you know just cut your losses and move on and i kind of think that's what they they should do uh, again not you know people on discord have brought this up like you don't want to just trade him to trade him of course not you know his value is low because of the recency bias of his rough season in the playoffs but again you find a team maybe not a playoff team maybe a team that wants a guy from the shiny Golden State Warriors who uh, can average 20 points. And you can look at him and be like, oh man, look what he did against Denver in the first round last year. Look what he did in March of 2022 before he got punched, before he had to get yo-yoed between 
the starters and the bench and hey we can give him a starting role and we think we can bring this out of him you know mm-hmm. so um and somebody on the discord uh let's see uh mick g boy <laughs> um he pointed out that uh you know for everybody that wants a trade pool you know try to hopefully have figured out who's gonna play when Steph is gone for 20 games or injured for 20 games. And, and for me too, it's like when clay is out and yeah, absolutely. Like you, you, we are thinking about that. You have to think about that because uh, a big part of pools, the reason why I was happy that they signed him was like with Steph and clay, their age and clay's injury history. It was like, Hey, uh, we need somebody who can fill in for each of their spots at any given time and run the offense and pool is the only guy in the league because he's been in it and he has a skill enough to, to do it. So you need to figure it out. Um, I will say one more thing uh, about pool. I mean, Steph did say during the season that the thing about pool coming off the bench is that it's the same look that mm-hmm. they get with the starters that the defense sees the same kind of offense. Whereas in the past when they could bring in like a, a David West or uh, Maurice Spates, they had, you know, different offenses that weren't just predicated on Steph Curry or somebody uh, playing that role. So they would have to, it was like a change of pace thing. So that's another reason why, okay, you know, maybe you could move on from him in general. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree. I think it's a great point from McGee boy uh, at, that we need to consider filling the, filling the stats while Steph is out. So I think a number of these, these potential trades do that. Um, just to go back to your 50, 50 is your 50, 50 assuming Draymond is on that roster. My 50, 50 is, yeah. I mean, I think Dre's going to be on the roster. I think Steph wants I think it. So I think, yeah. uh, I think he will, he know he sees the writing on the wall, right? Like no one else is not going to be as great anywhere else and this idea of you know in the same uniform going out with Steph all this stuff I think they could survive without Bob Myers if Dunleavy takes over unless Dunleavy wants to clean house I don't know if Dunleavy's like super aligned with Lakeup and he's just going to be like okay <laughs> Mad King let's do it you know <laughs> um, so I think Draymond will be on there and I don't know these guys personally so maybe there is a way they can get past it maybe they you know, pool and Draymond go on vacation together or something. I don't know, but there is a possibility. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, uh, overstating it based on, uh, cause I also want to be sure that we get something good. So maybe that's why yeah. it's a 50, 50 for me, you know, they're not going to make a bad deal per se. Yeah. I, I, I think they won't make a terrible deal. I think that, but that's this is also this is also you know he has kind of outgrown the role and there doesn't seem to be any inroads to a place where he is starting. You hear him yep. talking about needing opportunity, and let's be honest, he's not getting that opportunity uh, beyond the filling in, and he wants a team of his own. It's also the reason why they signed him to that large contract because if you're trying to get something back, you need to be able to move the money. You can't piece together, you know, Ryan Rollins and uh, an extended lamb for 
for a marquee player, right? Or somebody who's going to con- contribute, right? So, so I mean, I think it was smart to sign him to the extension to retain that flexibility. And we saw that with the D'Angelo Russell signing, sign and trade. They used that money slot to go get somebody who fit them better. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I think that's what's going to happen, especially because the vibes. And I so in that respect, I think... I feel over 90% that he's not going to be back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'm uh 50, 50. Cause I've also been so adamant that <laughs> in my last like two or three episodes that one of them has to go that pool or Draymond has to go. <laughs> and it's been a few days. So maybe I've mellowed out. I don't know, but I, I do think that um, I, I do agree with you that like, I mean, and that's what I've been saying too. It's like, you can't expect this team to come back exactly the same way. It's better for the team if you don't have to deal with it. It's yeah. hugely better for Poole if he can just move on, get a starting spot. Clay's not going anywhere. You get away from uh, Clay holding on to that starting spot and you can get away from Draymond's, you know, this hovering over you, this cloud that, again, do you think that there is a an arena that pool played in where no one said anything about it to him from the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or other sure. players didn't say anything to him about it. It won't go away, but at least, at least if he goes to another team, uh, he can, he can uh, move on. Uh, and that book is closed. Right. And yeah, he can yeah. just continue his career and, and do whatever he does. So I'm glad you anyway. brought up clay because I think sometimes on the discord or, in some of these fake trades, you'll see Clay being traded. He's not going to get traded unless it's no. some mega deal and they need it for. And and when we're talking mega deal, we're talking about like Carl Anthony Towns or something like that, where you match those max, max, max players, right? He's not mm-hmm. going to get traded. I think other people have said that he needs, and, and maybe we have too. I, I think a lot of people have said Clay needs to take a step back. He's not going to do that. He's going to start. He's not going to come off the bench. He has a year left on his contract. There's no way he's coming off the bench. He's going to try to showcase. He's going to show his value as much as he can. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, it's the quality that gives him, you know, that brazen confidence. He, he still has that. He still believes that he can be that player. Whether or not that's true, you know, the the Lakers series is lingering in all of our minds, but he also was a really good player uh, in the early part of the calendar year. So, you know, I, I just, so I think for the sake of this exercise, I'm not considering any clay trades because it's just not going to happen. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, so, you know, I, I just, uh, again, again, unless it's one of these big Everyone's tickets, tuning out now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you came here for clay trades um well we know who we're trading here uh but you know yeah, all yeah. of this is to you know we're we're some minutes in but this is all to show that there's a lot of things to take into account and we're not even in the locker room we're not even with the team there's so much to navigate in this space um yeah. we took it all we brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. 
We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. But let's just do it. Let's go. All right. All right. Okay, I have a list, and I think you have you have some as well too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. There's there seems to be some teams. I mean, there's a lot of parity in the league. There are some teams that seem kind of in flux, whether they are trying to build, um, or if they're trying to course correct or 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 something. So I think these first two are the ones you hear the most. Um, and Orlando and Toronto. Toronto still mm-hmm. hasn't hasn't uh, gotten a new Maybe coach yet as of the recording of this. Uh, and I think that new coach will help indicate what kind of direction they're going for. But it didn't work out this year. So I would say uh, I have two trades. Mm-hmm. And it would be Poole and Kaminga for Siakam. You get your mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, high high octane scorer, a big you can use in a rotation with Looney and, and Draymond, or mm-hmm. uh, or the one which I think is less less uh, probable is Pool and Kaminga for OG Boucher and Precious. I added Boucher and Precious because it needed to make the salaries match. Uh, mm-hmm. I I tried to mostly get these salaries in the right. In, in the same realm. So do either of those trades interest you? It's, it's funny, right? Cause like after the, the Warriors got eliminated, you know, you know me, like I'm a huge Kaminga fan. Uh, there's a high bar for me to be like, okay, let's trade him. But I was just so frustrated with the Warriors and the fact that they didn't play Kaminga and I get it. There's reasons, but still um, I was like, fine, if you're not going to play him, then package them in some trades. Uh, that was a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I was like, go for it. And now I'm like, <laughs> but interestingly, I would, if I had to pick one, I would actually do the OG and Anobi Boucher and Precious Chua one over the Siakam one. Um, just because I like that there's more bodies that they get mm-hmm. more out of them and you still have Wiggins, right? I, when I used to think during the, or before the trade deadline, I think we talked about this. I, one reason I wanted to keep Wiseman was to see if they played him, he could look serviceable and that maybe in the summer they could put him in a package with pool and maybe get Siakam, you know? Um, but also for me, Siakam was kind of a, a Draymond replacement more than a Wiggins replacement because Wiggins still going to be on this roster, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would go for uh, the the more bodies and, you know, <laughs> more bodies means less likely someone's going to get, or you, you know, that the injuries, <laughs> uh, the injury bug will be less likely to to bite you on the butt for for that. But again, <sighs> I don't want to make the trade. I don't want to trade coming in any of this stuff. <laughs> okay. But um, if I if I had to, I'd do the uh, OG Boucher and the uh, uh, Precious one. He's only in uh, Kamingo's only in about half of these. So uh, <laughs> that's fine. And this is this is not to be contrarian. Uh, I I would trade for Siakam in that package. I I like OG mm-hmm. and Boucher and Precious that gives you the depth and length and all that. 
But I think, you know, one of the things that Steph said about like varying the looks, they were so perimeter scoring oriented, right? They couldn't score from anywhere else, right? Whether it mm-hmm. was, yeah, you know, in, in the perimeter or a perimeter guy attacking the rim. So Siakam would be able to put some rim pressure on. Um, he can score in the lane. He gets in there. He's had a f- couple of years where he shot better from three. You know, it's it's enough to maybe keep defensive defenses honest, but he's not great at it. Defense is okay. It does create a bit of a logjam between Looney and Draymond, but he can play with either of those guys. And the main reason why I like this is because he's a legit number two scoring option. He's been the number yeah. one for the last few years after Leonard uh, left the Raptors, but but he's a legitimate, you know, one B or two A after Curry, which I, you know, I don't think Wiggins is going to step up into that number two, and I don't think Clay is that guy anymore. So Siakam gives you that. And it comes from different spots. And so if you're talking about diversifying the offense, that's what I like about that. What I don't necessarily like, he's not he's not a great ball mover. And so that's where, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a give and take. If Steph, want, you want diversity, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to get get a pass right where you want it, at least not initially, right? But he mm-hmm. is a guy that you have your second unit or on times when Curry is out, which he will be, then this is the guy it's like, go, go, go out and take 25 shots. So, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff that stat yeah. sheet. So, so that, that, that's the one I would like, uh, at the expense of Kamingo, who I get, who I agree. I, I want to see him blossom here. I mean, well, let's just say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who would, who would come off the bench? Would you put Looney off the bench and then put Siakam at the five? I think it would Jason- be a matchup. I think it would be a matchup thing. They, you know, Looney's mm. shown that he's like, yeah, sure, I'm fine coming off the bench. and uh, Or maybe it's like, oh, Embiid is in town. It's like, well, let's get Looney in there uh, and start him. And then Dre or Siakam can come off the bench. And I think there's yeah. a lot of modularity that they can do. Um, and some, you know, I think some fans have also said like, oh, maybe Draymond will be the new Andre. And, uh, you know, you can maybe imagine that, right? Uh, you he saw gets contracts, how- sure. Yeah, and you saw how he ran the second unit, and that that was a positive thing for them. So, um, so that that's that's one that I'm okay with. I of obviously that that would have some fringe pieces and Malachi Flynn coming back or something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> well, we don't need to talk about that and future yeah, considerations, yeah. draft picks, or whatever. I, I will say, like, uh, I'm 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 a little convinced, you know, like like I said after the. Warriors got eliminated. Like I, I was all down for getting one because, like, when you get Siakam, yeah, you got you got somebody who's still in his late twenties and who's like legit. He's like legit. Yeah. You know, you know what you get with him, and he can perform. He's won a title. He can perform on, been on an large all-star. stages. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I uh, I get that. And he yeah, fits with Wiggins. Solid. He's about the same age as Wiggins, and uh, yeah. so as the old guys get older, still in their prime both he and Wiggins. Yeah. So, well, you know. Okay. I mean, none All of right. these, like, none of these am I like, woo, let's do that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, no, you know, I'm, fair. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, th- there's, there's, uh, there's few or no Giannis trades in here. So, you know, if you came for Giannis <laughs> trades, then uh, sorry, <laughs> almost a half an hour in, sorry to break it to you. Okay. Uh, another team, <laughs> another team that seems to be, uh, on the rise, uh, 
you know, Toronto is like, we don't know what direction they're going. Orlando seems to be on the rise. They have a lot yeah. of interesting pieces. That's a, that's a team that has a lot of front court players. It's a team that has some interesting backcourt players in terms of, and I'm talking about trading pool to them, um, just diversifying their backcourt because they got a kind of a lot of rugged dudes who can score a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. but not diversely and they're not great shooters. So I have three here. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure I, they, again, they generally work in the salary cap. Um, go to the discord and tell us how we messed up. Um, <laughs> okay. Number one, this is the one that I came up with. <laughs> uh, pool for Jonathan Isaac and Cole Anthony. Okay. How healthy well, is hold on, Jonathan hold on. Isaac? Pardon? How healthy is Jonathan Isaac? Uh, he came back from the from the ACL tear, which took a long time, uh, and then he hurt an oblique or something like that. Uh, it okay. wasn't the oblique, but it was something else that is okay. like it'll be okay. Um, uh, variation is pool for Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz, uh, mm-hmm. and then the last one is pool for Wendell Carter and either Fultz or Anthony. Uh, I will say I don't think that last one is going to happen. I think <laughs> I think Wendell Carter is a good player, and they're going to keep him. He's a he's a really versatile uh, big on a good contract. I'm putting Isaac in this contract as the like salary ballast, but mm-hmm. uh, a player who, you know, I don't know if you ever played fantasy baseball or or anything like that, but the mm-hmm. there used to be a thing where it's like your your post hype uh, sleeper pick, right? So somebody who is you know, showed promise before, and it's been a while. And maybe you put them in a new system, new environment, and they'll be good, right? So mm-hmm. I think this is a player who, before he was injured, was kind of like, uh, you know, maybe had a, a, a Jaron Jackson Jr. type defensive impact. And he's a mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. And, and they can use rim protection, that kind of thing. It's... You know, it's tricky because we don't know his medicals. Uh, we got to get Rick to uh, dig into those um, records. But and then then on on the on the perimeter side, I was trying to think about, you know, people who can handle the ball, who can score a little bit, but do it in a reliable way. And I know you're no Cole Anthony fan or you haven't been. And I wasn't either, but I watched him a few times this year. And he was pretty good. He played the role of coming off the bench. Um, I know he killed us in a in a in a game or two. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really impressed with the control that he played with within that role. Uh, his his numbers are pretty good. It's not he doesn't have great size, but I think uh, as a as a bench guard, you could you could do worse. Uh, Marco mm-hmm. Fultz, uh, you know, same thing. Kind of scores in different ways. Uh, both are, uh, you know, okay on, on defense. They're not, they're like, there would be upgrades over pool, uh, in this package, your defense is getting better. Mm-hmm. Your offense mm-hmm. is, is suffering. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I do any of those trades. Right <laughs> oh, <laughs> <really? Wow. laughs> yeah. I mean, you mentioned the Cole Anthony, <laughs> Jonathan Isaac one before, and I, I hope Isaac is is injury free, is back from all that stuff. That's a big question over. But like, listen, if 
if I brought on like an Orlando guy, they might just be like, are you kidding me? Both of them for Jordan Poole <laughs> in, in any of those scenarios, right? <laughs> Wendell Carter and Cole Anthony. Uh, so, you know, this is definitely like a, a Warriors podcast, but you know, the Cole Anthony thing, it's like, I'm not the hugest fan of his, but again, he can score. And if we want just like a different vibe from a backup, then I'm perfectly fine with swapping him out for pool in, in that role. I honestly, you know, like, you know, he can't be any worse at defense <laughs> than Jordan pool. And it's, it's almost like, you know, fresh, fresh slate in a way. And then same thing with like faults. Uh, I know he has his history, but I would be fascinated to see Fultz play with Clay and Steph. Uh, I mean, same with Cole Anthony too, right? Like mm -hmm. the open looks that they would get, uh, whether he was sharing the court with both of them or just one of them. So uh, I think that would just shake up at least the the sterile of this team the way it is right now yeah. so i would definitely do that and if we got wendell carter jr for jordan Poole, are you kidding me <laughs> that one's not happening that one's not happening <laughs> you know this all shows like it's really hard to tell what pool's value is right now and yeah you know to that or you know imaginary orlando fan i would say like it's not easy to score 20 24 points uh over a protracted period of time in the nba like none of your yeah, backcourt yeah. dudes do that but you also could yeah. pair pool with J, you know, with Suggs, and that's a that's a nice oh. pairing, right? Yeah. Like you got your defensive like pit bull guy, and then you got your your flashy uh, shake and bake guy, right? So um, I I I I think Pool is a good player, and when and when he's had the opportunity to get into the flow, he can be that twenty point per game scorer, and that's not something that you can get from anywhere yeah i mean uh i think that there was a lot of chatter early in the season right about pool and orlando uh in the off season too and i was like wow they really you know people really making this up really want him and whatnot and i'm sure that would still be there because in theory you give pool like that's that slot on the magic and he'll be better than he is now than he showed this season. He'll, he'll be better than potentially both those guys. Right. And I think that would be fascinating to me and, and good for pool. If he, if he, if he would be better than them, but you know, to me, it's like, just, just kind of changing it up and yeah, that's the recency bias, right? Like you're saying pool's good. He is good. Right. Mm -hmm. We saw mm -hmm. what he can do in the playoffs when there's pressure and he enjoys taking the big shot. We know that. He enjoys not, you know, <laughs> locking down his man on, on defense yeah. in a high-pressure situation. Yeah. But um, I think just to stir the pot, I would be uh, open for any of those. If, you know, Jalen Suggs, I, I don't know Orlando's, like, plan for the future. You know, they just have all these guards that got rid of RJ Hampton, of course. But if it's Cole Anthony, Fultz, uh, Suggs, who didn't have a good rookie year, had a better sophomore year. If they could get him in the mix, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I would love I would love that. But th that might just be, uh, uh, you know, uh, Warriors 
Homer fan <laughs> making well, stuff up. That was a guy we liked in our pre-draft uh, some some years ago. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, do you? Let me think. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay on this track because I think you know, with the exception of Siakam, we haven't really gone for we we've been going for more depth and roles, like guys mm-hmm. who can fit roles, uh, or or you know. And and guys who can fit into what they need, which is better defense and maybe more diverse offense. Okay, so I'm going to mm-hmm. skip a couple of these. And I'm going to go to New Jersey. Um, I have two trades here. One that I... In Brooklyn. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, so for the younger folks, the Brooklyn Nets <laughs> used to be the New Jersey Nets. <laughs> you just tuned in for the first time in like 10 years. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, okay. Um, now, uh, one I think is mm, not really likely, but it's the one that I like better. Uh, but they're both trades that are centered around pool for Dinwiddie. So the first one would be Dinwiddie and uh, one of two, like uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and or Royce O'Neal. Sorry, I'm not sure how the salary cap works for that one. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the second one, which I like better, um, uh, Dinwiddie and Claxton. Yeah. Yeah. So who do we, who do the Warriors give up in that, in these? Oh, the, these are, uh, these are pool. Pool. You know what? I didn't write that down. Pool. Kaminga. <laughs> I don't know. Or just pool. I mean, yeah, pool. These are some, these <laughs> are some ones. These are some ones that I pulled from the internet, and uh, okay, okay. And I think they were they were framing it as just pool, but I think for Claxton, you would have to give up Kaminga. Yeah, I mean, in the Dinwiddie Claxton one, ah, oh, man, that I like Claxton a lot. So do I. I, I really, you like know, him. I'm not going to sit here and just say like everything with Kaminga. I'm going to say no to. Uh, Actively looking to see what can make this team better. And I know playing Kaminga, if Kaminga can be more consistent, if he can rebound, if people start worrying about his shot and guarding him outside, that's all huge and that would make the team better. But if we're just looking, improving the team trade-wise, like Dinwiddie and Claxton give us a lot of what I was looking for. I know Dinwiddie is not a point guard. But the dude can score. He could be a off the bench scorer. Uh, he distributes can a handle bit, the ball. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we know the Warriors. A lot of dudes bring the ball up, and then it leaves their hands. And you know, you don't need a traditional point guard per se. But then Claxton is a lot of what we've wanted in a young, athletic big, and he has that. He has, you know, attitude. He's tough. Uh, the rim. Solid yeah. defense. Yeah. Rebounds. I, I so, mean, I. This is one that I got from the internet. I'm like, this is not going to happen. But I mean, Claxton is, I, I love that guy. And as the, as our perimeter players get older, Clay not being able to stick on people as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously GP2 and, and Wiggins are still good point of attack defenders, but having a rim protector behind them is going to change a lot like it's going to be huge if you have somebody like Claxton or you know Jonathan Isaac or something if he's healthy. Um, that's why I mean I I would I would love this trade and Dinwiddie can fill that role that Pool 
has been expected to play, mm -hmm. but doesn't want to play, right? And Dinwiddie's a little bit older, kind of, uh, I think he's 29 or 30 years old. He's been in the league. You know, it's kind of a, uh, not that he burns bridges, but he, uh, you know, is a, is a little bit uh, gruff, I think, when he leaves town in, in certain places, but, um, but has shown an, an ability to score, to distribute, to do a little bit of everything, and be able to come off the bench or start. Um, and it's not an issue. So I, I really like that trade. I don't yeah, think yeah. I, I don't do the other one uh, if it includes Kaminga, the Dinwiddie, and either Royce O'Neal or Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, I get the defense that those guys bring, but, like, I mean, I would count on Kaminga being uh, as good of a defender or at least, like, a better defender than he was last season, and he's tracking uh, to be improved and then bringing you all the other stuff that those two don't give you. So, yeah, um, I, yeah I for that one, that. for that one, it'd be, like, uh just keep pool and Kaminga. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If it was just for pool, then for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, now this was one that we talked about on the discord uh, and it was brought up by the Houston beat writer on the athletic. Uh, mm -hmm, but maybe mm -hmm. we can talk about it real quick. Yeah, Is yeah. the Houston trade pool and Kaminga for, let me get my, uh, my, my acronyms, right. Kevin Porter jr. Mm -hmm. KJ Martin. So it just says mm -hmm. KPJ and KJM mm -hmm. and the number four pick. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? I, I think how they proposed it in the article, there was some other future considerations, but how do you like that trade? Um, I forgot what I said <laughs> about it. Well, you uh, can change your mind. You, you can say yeah, something I mean, different now. There you go. Uh, I kind of like it because, again, it depends on how many young dudes they have on the roster, how many they carry over. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, Kenyon Martin's kid, I think, is solid defensively. Kevin Ford Jr. can score. Will he? I mean, you know, my question is the thing that, you know, they always talk about the Warriors, Andre Iguodala and, and the the Vets is this guy a Warriors type player? You know, I, I don't know if, if they are, I don't know if Kevin Porter jr is. And, uh, you know, it seems like he, after he talked trash to Steph last season that, you know, he showed some respect for him and everything. And maybe he would fit in nicely and be able to play, uh, that movement kind of game. Uh, but I see him more as like kind of a one-on-one -on -one player. Uh, but that number four pick, depending, uh, you know, I haven't studied the draft, but you, know, you won the Thompson brothers, like the, the mm -hmm. I think is, uh, is it Amen? Amen? <laughs> Thompson Amen and Asar. <laughs> yeah. So if you get Amen Thompson, then, or whoever else is better by the time yeah. the draft comes around, then, okay. Then maybe that covers for coming, because Amen Thompson is like a tall point guard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So uh, that could, provide some instant uh entertainment so i think i would lean towards yes again also just to shake it up because yeah. <laughs> not to sound like a broken record but after watching every game last season and doing a podcast episode about every game pretty much last season i don't want to see the same team last season mm -hmm. it was unfun no joy they faked it 
and they only showed joy when they went off for like 53 pointers or whatever against the uh, the thunder at home and then every other game would be miserable right yeah. like i always yeah. figured that they were bad on the road because can you imagine those team dinners and can you imagine those uh flights you know what i mean everybody's like this is not the 2014 15 16 teams where they're all like hanging out uh singing songs on video and stuff like that you know so yeah um yeah long-winded way of saying yeah uh i do it just for for fun to to mess around with things this is definitely a fun trade i can't imagine this happening um rockets fans were not into it no and then and then this is a this is like a video game trade uh but i i i like it because i i kind of like those players my worry would be is that i don't like they're volatile i mean not not kj martin he he fills a role pretty well um but kevin porter jr like mm, i don't know i mean the guy has a lot of skill uh but or would you be replicating the issues that you have with pool? Um, yeah. Probably, probably. Uh, I don't know that he's ready to accept a lesser role, which he would be, he would have to. Um, so, and then with the number four pick, that seems uh, doubtful to me that um, Houston would do that. I, I would have to think they would be able to get some pieces that fit them a little bit better. Um, but I do think probably, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. is, if if they do get uh, James Harden, he probably is on the outs. So maybe that is a uh, a person of interest uh, for the Warriors yeah. still. Um, yeah. uh, so I, I I don't think it's going to happen. But and and I yeah the role would they fill the role? Would they replicate uh, Kelly Oubre? And <laughs> you know can they fit in the Warriors system? There you go. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but but for the reasons that you mentioned the the kind of exciting volatility is, is kind of cool. Right. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I am going to throw out. So we have gone for the kind of like role, role player packages, right. Uh, mm-hmm. increase the depth. Um, all of these have addressed defense. Uh, all of these have, have addressed you know, scoring to, to some degree, uh, at least trying to, uh, fill some of that scoring production that pool gives you. Okay. But now we're going big game hunting. Okay. All right. So we're going big game hunting here. Okay. Chicago pool and Kaminga for Zach Levine. Zach Levine's healthy, right? He's pretty healthy now. Uh, he looked all right in the yeah. play in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, man. I, I I was gonna say yes. I was gonna say yes, but I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, like, this was a no for me. I I don't know yeah. what it is. I he is a good player. Uh, I I doesn't feel like a winning player to be honest. No, you know, no, like, it's a style. It's a stylistic thing, I, and he does not feel like a winning player. So, shall we move on? Well, I will say, what about? I mean, just hypothetically, like, uh, would you trade? pool for caruso i know the salaries don't match and all that other stuff or that the other things i wouldn't i wouldn't we we already traded james wiseman for gp2 uh who i missed earlier but uh like we already got we already got our our perimeter right point of attack defender i i think that when we were discussing caruso that was when we didn't have 
GP2. Um, yeah. As much as, you know, Caruso is, is, is a great defender and would be definitely be an asset. I just don't think that matches enough of what, what you need right now. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, this one is uh, like a flat out no to me, but just, just to bring it up, <laughs> uh, the wizards, Bradley Beal, some kind of package for him. No, 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 I, no. I mean, I've been staunch. We've been staunch. No, yeah. on him even before, uh, yeah, like a couple yeah, seasons ago before, before the title season. So yeah, yeah, let's move on. No. Okay. Um, oh, wait, real quick, real quick. Uh, uh, you know, on the discord, I think Kevin, uh, my guy, Kevin Lai, who's been on the show a few times. He talked about, I know this is a clay trade, but he was like clay moody and picks for Kuzma and Monty Morris. Um, I don't know if the contract situation works with Kuzma. Isn't he a free agent? Is he? Okay. I think so. Then, so I, 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 I yeah. tried to avoid ones where they would have to do uh, opt in trade, sign in trade, blah, blah, blah. Uh, there are, um, there was a Kawakami talking to Danny LaRue on the athletic outlined mm-hmm. some of these, uh, cap and CBA issues in terms of trades. I think bringing anybody in on a sign and trade is not possible. Signing mm-hmm. Draymond and then trading him out is possible. Okay. So, but uh, again, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, tell me, tell us in the discord. Um, uh, but I wouldn't do that trade anyway. No, including picks. No, nah, nah. no. Okay. Okay. Um, pool for DeAndre Ayton. That was something that was tossed about pretty quickly after the Warriors got eliminated, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah," <laughs> but I don't, I don't like DeAndre Ayton. No, like, no. I just don't like his his vibe. I don't like his attitude. I don't think he would take well to Draymond for one. I don't know if he takes well to coaching and. I would not, with his brand new contract, take that on at all, to be honest. No, I'd rather have no. Claxton. You know, if we go back oh, to that, I'd rather yeah, have him yeah, yeah. any day. For sure. Yeah. No, I, this is, uh, this is again, one that I saw on the internet. And, like, there's no way. It, it also doesn't really address what Gosh, we need. darn internet. Yeah. Stupid internet. <laughs> um, it doesn't address what we need. Uh, no. so we can move on, but, uh, that yeah. was out there. All right. We're still big game hunting. Uh, maybe Aiton is not that big of a game. Uh, but how about this one? Uh, my friend, uh, my friend Lou, uh, proposed this to me, uh, mm-hmm. pool and Kaminga for drew holiday. No, really? No. Yeah. I don't do that. No, I, I don't. I don't because for one, I don't think the Bucks do that. <laughs> but do I, you do that? <laughs> but hometown hero because, Jordan Poole, come on. Yeah, but like I know Drew Holiday is a better defender than Jonathan Kaminga, but I it, especially with the age difference, like I don't want to sell on Kaminga uh for that, especially if you're including pool, a guy that we want to move, but just like that package 
together. You know what I mean? If you, hey, if it's Pool and Moody, you know, then we're talking. You know what I mean? Uh, or Pool picks you know, some of the other guys at the end of the bench, <laughs> Ryan Rollins or something. You know, uh, perhaps BBJ. But just in terms of command, like I would, I would love Drew Holiday on this team, but it would have to be a combination of Pool and somebody else for me. Okay, it's be because honest, you're man. you're he's an older player and you're punting on your your young core is that that's why you're not interested in this one yeah if drew holiday was like siakam's age you know or i younger. believe he's 32 <laughs> yeah uh, and he's clay's so, age yeah yeah so i don't i don't do that because you just get older and um again i'll take drew holiday but if it's instead of kaminga and pool it's pool and moody and a pick then then i'm into it you know this is one that i like i don't i don't know that i do this but i do like drew holiday in terms of fit in terms of mm-hmm. being For sure being like a defender being a scorer who you can rely on uh like he's a winner he's like totally reliable guy so you know who I, does do that trade Steph and Draymond, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> and Clay Thompson. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I mean, I, I, I this one, yeah, I, I think I'd agree with you that it matters a little bit of what what's on the fringes of this. Are there other ways to um, restock a little bit of our depth or our youth, that kind of thing? Maybe they. Yeah they're trying to get younger. They want some picks or something like that. Like they have an old team an old and expensive team. I think that's why to me, this actually feels like feasible or you can imagine a universe where this could maybe happen, right? Where you yeah. get a, a, a local guy who can really score. Um, and then a young project with potential who you can, tutor under Giannis right so um so I I could see this and and I think Drew Holiday would be a good fit on the Warriors like coming off the bench or filling in as a starter or whatever or you know you can you can start him sometimes on in certain matchups or whatever like this is one of those trades where it's not it doesn't matter who starts it's who finishes the game right and he'd be like he would definitely be in your finishing lineup like more than anybody we've talked about like yeah. absolutely yeah. like right now I put him in the finishing lineup. Hey, then I'd ship out Gary Payton too then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We still got a, uh, another big name okay. here and uh I think we got I this was from the stupid internet as well. Um was it from this I don't know actually. Um Pool and Kaminga for Paul George. You know who makes that trade? <laughs> <laughs> um gosh man like that's that's tough because like you know i like kaminga and i also don't i worry about paul george's age and his health yeah plain and simple because we already have three dudes who are older and then looney even though he's played every game for the last two seasons who knows how long that's going to last so i oh man that's tough that's tough because part of me is like, if he's healthy, then that would 
really, really like short things up. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't again because of the injuries and the, the age. It's it's tough to say no because that feels like it would really, really like put them pretty, pretty high up top three maybe depending on how they fill out the rest of the roster um but i i will say man i'm just a i'm just a kaminga stand in this one uh, I'll, I'll say no <laughs> this is this is one that you could probably take everything almost everything i said about drew holiday and apply it to this trade but for some reason i'm not that excited about this one um mm-hmm. And maybe it's the reliability, whether it's age or performance, right? We just, I mean, the, you know, it's it's hard to shake the image of, like, Paul George has been good in the playoffs. He really has. Uh, it's hard to shake the image of the, hitting the side of the backboard. Yeah, the backboard. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, exactly. And uh, so, so, but I, but it almost feels like a, like an odd fit. And I don't, I don't know why it feels that way. Like you could play him at the four and Draymond plays a five. Um, but I think it is about the health as well and just also mm-hmm. getting old. Um, yeah. so I, I, again, I don't know why I'm for the Drew holiday one and, and not for Paul George, uh, but and the injury uh, history. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. So, the, so I, I'm less in the I'm winter vibe that. and the what winter vibe. Oh yeah. 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 Like, okay. No Paul okay. George. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I I've pretty much reached the end of my list. So is there any, okay. any, any ones that you want to add um, any other big game or depth, depth trades? Uh, do you want to, here's another one. Here, okay. Here's another okay. one Let from, uh, from Kevin uh, pool and maybe a pick for Keldon Johnson. I like that. I would do it. Yeah. Um, do you think, do you think the Spurs would want? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I cool. think yeah. they would. I, I I also think Kerr would really like that trade too. Wasn't wasn't yeah. Uh, yeah. Johnson on the uh, the USA basketball Olympic. program? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think they would like that. Um, he seems like a culture fit. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Great role player. I mean, yeah. you kidding me? I, I, I don't think the Spurs make that trade. Uh, I don't think like, oh, we got Wimbanyama. You know who we need? Jordan Poole. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't see that being like the guy that they're uh, looking around the league and saying, like, oh, we could, we could really take the ball out of Wimbanyama's hands. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Shooting 35 footers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, if Poole's driving us crazy, he'll uh, he'll drive Popovich even more crazy. Um, I yeah. don't. Uh, I, I I guess I like that. I mean, there, Kelton Johnson may not have the uh, the kind of the highs of Jordan Poole, and so you might miss that in terms of. That's fine. Um, Doesn't have the but... lows either. <laughs> okay, you got any other ones? Uh, we get into. There's one here. Uh, from Simply David on the Discord. Uh, this involves Clay, so I know this has the asterisk next to it. Uh, Thompson, JK, Moody, and a first for Levine and Caruso. Oh. I do not give up all of that. Kamega, Moody, and a first. Uh, that's 
that's a lot to me. And like you said, Caruso kind of duplicates GP2 in some respects. Um, so me personally, like I, I just don't, I don't do that. I think the, no, I, I think the bulls I, might pull the trigger on that, but um, depending on what their, what their path is, but no, I don't do that. All right. Uh, Any other ones from the discord? Nope. I mean, this was from like when the Celtics were down. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, Jalen Brown, oh, trade, no doubt. Yeah. Jalen Brown. I don't know what Jalen Brown is going to demand if he doesn't get the uh, Supermax from the Celtics. And at this point, they might be forced to give it to them because if they make it to the finals, then it's like you're not going to break it up, or even yeah. if they win the finals. But I don't know what it would take to get Jalen Brown. I like Jalen Brown, but then I don't want to pay a guy 40. I mean, I don't know how much he would make if he was a free agent. I don't know what the uh, CBA says about that. So um, It's a lot. Yeah, because then you'd have to include maybe Wiggins, Kaminga, Poole. And right then and there, it's like, yo, Jalen's nice and all, but he's not Wiggins, Kaminga, Poole combined. Yeah. He's not three so, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, I mean, if is there any kind of combination again, whatever the salary may be, any combination of those three guys or anybody else that you would give up for uh, Jalen Brown? Uh, I, I, I think that he just compounds the money issue. And I, I really like him as a player. I just don't see it happening because of the, those money issues. Um, yeah. So I, I guess it would be, I mean, I would do pool and Kaminga for Jalen Brown. Sure. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, but I don't know if, if, if he's having a hard time being a number two to Tatum on that team, like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> if you don't like number two, how do you, how do you like number four? You know, uh, <laughs> and who sits? Yeah. Right. So I, I just don't, I just don't know if I see a fit uh, in terms of yeah. the, the mentality uh, of that, uh, that particular player. Um, how about Jalen like Brown for Clay Thompson straight up? <laughs> well, it works on, uh, it works on the trade machine, right? So. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got on my end. Okay. Okay, I mean, I you know, some other folks at at various moments of uh, our our off season craziness have thrown out like LeBron, Embiid, Giannis, Carl uh, Anthony Towns. Like, I none of those are happening. There's just there's, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the LeBron one, I've, a lot of ink has been poured on that, and when when he said all that stuff, I mean. I, I didn't want that. <laughs> I don't want a 39 year old Braun. No. And then a 39 year old LeBron will be 39, like on December 31st with a foot tendon <laughs> surgery over the summer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want that, man. So I'm good. I'm good. No Braun. Uh, Embiid, that's, that's not even a, a, a question. Uh, Giannis, there's no way at this point I get it after they lost. Like this is the same thing with pool, right? That recency bias of like, Oh man, terrible. You know, uh, is, and to going to want to leave and break it up and whatever, but you know, they just hired a new coach, agent Griffin. And 
I'm sure he's not going to want to ask out after that. And then uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he, he's definitely not a Warriors player, right? He's not him. Like, that's what we always say. You tell me that all the time. But he and doesn't agree need with to you. be him. That's the team. thing, though. He does not need to be him. And if it, if it, it depends on who it would cost. Does it cost Clay? Does it cost Poole, Kaminga? I don't know what people have posted on whatever websites, but it could be interesting. You know, it could be yeah. interesting. And, and, uh, he would be, um, I mean, do you have any idea what people have said it would cost to get Carlton Towns? I think the issue with him is that, uh, I think he has an extension that kicks in and it's huge. So, yeah. um, I think it makes it hard to not have Clay Thompson in that trade. Uh, but I, and I can't imagine the Wolves wanting Clay Thompson in that deal. It's 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 an odd no. fit uh, in terms of like salary wise, I believe. And um, they take Wiggins back. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, just you know, just for the sake of argument, um, pairing him with Draymond would work. Yep. You know, yep. Um, for sure, and and being a, a number two um, where he has some pressure taken off of him. Uh, I don't think he's the best shooting big man ever, but he's pretty good at shooting. And, you know, we're all dying to see, like, yeah. this is why we're all talking about PBJ because we want some big to shoot some threes. Right. And, Future all-star uh, well, PBJ. Well, this, I mean, he would, you know, he'd, he'd hit two or three hundred threes on this team. Right. So, yeah. um, uh, so I, I mean, it, it is something that would be very interesting. Uh, I just don't think that there's really a way for it to happen. Um, but, but yeah. I could also think that, you know, uh, without getting into future considerations, like just thinking of what Minnesota gave up, uh, the idea of working some kind of deal to get some young prospects, get some draft picks back um, and just just hand the keys to Edwards. Um, they're stuck with Gobert. Yep. Like you can imagine it. You can imagine it. I think more than these other, uh, you know, big ticket guys. Uh, yeah. Like LeBron or like, you know, former MVPs. It's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely see Minnesota deciding to go in that direction, but um, you know, depends on what it would cost for the Warriors but again I don't I don't really see that uh happening uh but it's a it's a fun thought are any of these like yeah that's the one I want um I, because we did our depth trades and we did our like big game trades like do you have a leaning in the in either of those directions uh, I mean Dinwiddie Claxton any of the Orlando trades I was pretty quick on those yeah, uh, I I don't necessarily want to give up Kaminga in the Toronto deals and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think that I, I will say something just in terms of you know that idea of who can replace Pool on the Warriors. A lot of these trades involve either a guard or somebody who can pick up the scoring slack off the bench or mixed in with the second unit. Right. So I think that gets addressed. And then also you have Moses Moody who can play two guard. Right. And 
he's obviously really different from pool but he can give you some things that pool didn't and then you can find scoring and turnovers elsewhere <laughs> uh, the warriors can but, always um, find that they're really good at uh <laughs> developing players just we'll pick up the slack that. on yeah. that so yeah. Draymond yeah, will yeah, throw yeah. some yeah. fast break uh bombs <laughs> so yeah i i i i really don't see it happening but i i love the idea of getting dinwiddie and claxton i mean i think yeah. maybe one of the only reasons is that they're both uh free agents after next year i believe so maybe mm-hmm. um brooklyn uh not new jersey uh <laughs> is is interested in uh in in moving them along i mean the way claxton has developed though i i, I can't imagine that you let that guy go but uh i i love that trade um yeah and i and i like some of these orlando ones too assuming that uh uh rick gets in those medical records says like jonathan isaac he's he's good to go um yeah um i just i i don't i don't really see the the big swings happening mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah I just don't but if it Same happens, experience. we'll we'll do a you know we'll do a reaction podcast, the emergency. Yeah, podcast. yeah, yeah, and and there might have to be more uh, fake trade podcasts as the season goes because it's only been two weeks and wounds are still fresh. The season is not yet over, and the draft is coming and up, which is uh, time exactly, for a lot exactly. of that stuff to be uh, more so, chatter. Yeah, no, but it's always fun talking about these like instant reaction ones, instant reaction to the elimination or to the season because it's like. What? <laughs> anyway, man, thank you uh, for for coming on once again. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll see you more uh, during the off season. Of course. Uh, all right, it's my time to shine. Find... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's go time. Uh, Here we go. You guys can find Aram on uh, on Twitter at Aram Collier A R A M C O L L I E R. That's it. All right. Well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review, saying good stuff about the show on Apple Podcasts. That would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs. Go Dubs.